Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Does cooking a traditional Thanksgiving dinner stress you out? Well, then let's do it Vegas style and let's break every rule. Today on CityCast Las Vegas, we've got James Beard award-winning food writer Kim Foster here with us, and she's got all the insider tips. She's going to tell us how to have an unorthodox Thanksgiving or maybe invest in a backyard two-table turkey or just say screw it and go out for a meal. It's Thursday, November 16th. I'm Sarah Lohman, and here's what Las Vegas is talking about. Hi, Kim. Welcome. Happy almost Thanksgiving. Hi, Sarah. I'm so excited to be here with you. This is the first time I've had you. I know. We're (laughs) united. And here we are talking about food. And I feel like the Super Bowl for foodies, Thanksgiving. But I do feel like Thanksgiving can be really stressful if you're planning to host, right? Totally stressful. I was stressed (sighs) the minute you said New England style Thanksgiving. Right? The expectation. I've always been afraid that like when I do my turkey, that you Remember that scene from National Lampoon's Christmas where they cut into it and the turkey deflates? That is my chronic fear, right? But I feel like, okay, I've heard a rumor that you have had an even more stressful Thanksgiving in recent years because you got the idea you were going to go farm to table in your own backyard. Can you tell me a little bit about what happened? Yeah. So this was two years ago. I sort of famously keep chickens and turkeys in our little uh, urban backyard homestead. And a friend of mine uh, came over who had like been raised in like rural New York. And she and uh, my husband and I culled a couple of turkeys. We processed them. And then we have been doing this tradition every year, which is that we make yakitori because my husband's Australian and he doesn't really care about stuffing and potato. He doesn't get it. Sure, he doesn't really not, understand what it is, right? Like, does it have that nostalgia, right? It doesn't have any nostalgia for him. I've got him on Halloween, but he just can't <laughs> get his mind around Thanksgiving. So we just started, we do yakitori every year. And that year we actually did uh, turkey instead of chicken and like for traditional yakitori. And we just did vegetables and chicken or turkey skewers. And it was amazing. And it was so great. So we do it every year. Okay, so I've got a couple follow-up questions here. First of all, I don't think everyone is going to know what yakitori is. So what is it, and why is that a good alternative to, like, our traditional turkey with all the sides? So I find actually cooking a whole turkey to be really intimidating, just like what you said. And part of that is because of the way the turkey is structured. It's this gigantic piece of meat. Totally. Uh, A lot of people aren't experienced at, like, roasting a chicken, much less roasting a whole bird, and they do it once a year. And what you get is this situation where the breast always cooks before the leg meat. And so you've got a dry breast, but then your 
your legs are done. Or underdone. Or underdone. So many people say that they hate turkey. And I'm just like, oh, I just don't think you, you know, we've been so uneducated about how to prepare it that it often is a disaster. I'm with you. We're asking people who don't usually cook. Roast. To go and roast an entire bird and make sweet potatoes and mashed and make it great. Like, so we're saying not only do you have to cook this meal for like 30, 40 people, like whoever's going to be there, we're saying you have to do a great job at it. Right. And it's a really hard bird to cook. I think for like a beginning cook or, or a a moderate cook or somebody who doesn't enjoy it. And so the yakitori for me was just, it's a Japanese tradition. Generally yakitori is just chicken. So if you go to Japan, a lot of restaurants specialize and so you would go and you would just eat chicken uh, cooked on a grill. And usually like dark meat chicken, right? Usually thighs, hearts. Yeah. Parts. Yeah. Tongues sometimes. Tongues. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so you get like lots of really, but it's all chicken. And charcoal grilled. Like and it's charcoal grilled. Little skewers grilled over flames. So it's kind of quick cooking, but it's like, I don't know, what I would say the most flavorful parts of the bird. Yes, exactly. And you get that nice, so generally we know it as robata when it's fish Mm. and uh, chicken and turkey and beef and all those things. And so basically we do robata every year. And what it does is it allows me to prep everything ahead and then be actually with my guests. And I don't have to worry about whether the bird is going to turn out. So I'm basically putting meat on skewers and getting all the sauces ready ahead of time. And then my guests will just jump in and make all the all the actual skewers. And it, that's really, it's like something that can be ongoing. There's no like stress of like dinner times at six, you know, it, it can be a little bit more relaxed. And also, you know, I find that Thanksgiving can be really stressful, particularly it's if you have a family where there's some toxic stuff, like yeah. some, you know, maybe there's some, you know, sometimes you go and Thanksgiving isn't really fun because you have to deal with, you know, Uncle Fred who, you know, has really different ideas about the world and, you know, people who criticize you and lots of like things that can be really hard on Thanksgiving. And, yeah. you know, the great thing about doing yakitori is that we just don't have to sit around a table together. Oh my gosh. You're not, the party keeps moving. You're not stuck next to uncle, whatever. Everything's moving. And if you don't want to yeah. talk to somebody, you move on to the next one, you know? Okay. And so, <laughs> okay. This is such a good idea, but I need to backtrack you a minute. Cause I feel like you sort of glossed over like, Oh yeah, we have chicken. We got a few turkeys, da da da. Like I think that you seemed very casual about this, but like, yeah. okay, so you you took a live turkey, you put it into your backyard, you live with the turkey, and then you decided that you were going to process. We'll say the nice word to turn that turkey <laughs> to Thanksgiving. Yes. Is that is that what happened? That's what happened. And we knew when we got the turkeys that they were going to be for Thanksgiving, so mm-hmm. uh, we kept one and we processed two, mm-hmm. and uh, you did. Yourself. Uh, my husband killed the bird, and mm-hmm. then my friend Leanne actually was really like gifted as a farm girl, and went in and did all the, you know, dumping it into boiling water and pulling the feathers out, oh and she then disemboweling it, and oh my I mean, gosh, yeah, it was like, but it's really important to do that because. I don't love doing it, and I haven't done it since. But it's good for me as a meat eater to remember where meat comes from. It's a good reminder. Let's- 
let's go back to roasting the bird. So uh, someone is like, I don't want to do yakitori. We have to have a Thanksgiving. And I yep. feel like the American Thanksgiving, you know, it's it's definitely the turkey's got to be the centerpiece. So uh, there's a lot of opinions about the best way to cook a turkey. Like, what's your preference? What are your best turkey cooking hacks? Okay. So uh, I have, there's a couple suggestions I have for you. Uh, one is if you're going to do a whole bird, I would spatchcock the bird, which basically Agreed. means removing the backbone and pressing the bird down so it lays out flat. There's some very, very good YouTube tutorials on how to yes. do this. All you have to do is look up turkey spatchcock and you'll find it. I like the one on Serious Eats. It's super yes. clear. There's lots of photos. There's Yeah, it's a great tutorial. Yeah, and Serious Eats generally is a really fantastic place to get recipes for anything Agreed. because you've got Kenji Lopez Alt doing the recipes over there. Lovely and they man. tend to be, yeah, and they tend to be really fantastic. And then the, my other suggestion is uh, Allison Roman has a really great recipe called Roasting with Just the Legs. And mm. she basically puts it in a pot with lots of herbs and fat. And so you're just doing dark meat. And mm. then the other side of that is you can just do the breasts alone with like a stuffing. Great for like a smaller gathering too, just yes. doing the breast Perfect. meat. Perfect. I totally agree with you about spatchcocking. And it also, the biggest advantage is it cooks really quick. Like you can get a, yes. a good sized turkey done in about 90 minutes. You're not yes. doing this five or six hour panic roast. It is though, removing that backbone is one of the more gruesome things I've done in my kitchen. So just a heads <laughs> And it'll also there. make for great soup. So what people don't yes. know is that turkeys really have a lot of fat. Uh, the meat isn't fatty, but there's a lot of like actual fat in a whole bird. And yeah. so you could use a lot of that fat and those bones to like really get a nice turkey stock for the next day. And so that that back, that spine will really yeah. help with that. And you know, Kim, I always like doing a potluck. Like if I'm hosting, mm. I offer to do the bird, but then I sort of invite people to, to bring something and, you know, people can cook, but we've got a lot of great culinary talent in this city. So I would love to know, do you have recommendations for places where we can get some Thanksgiving sides or the whole shebang? Yes. Okay. So um, one of the things, places that looked really interesting to me was Virgil's Real Barbecue. They have a package for about $325, which seems like a lot of money. But uh, if you're hosting 10, 12 people, you're going to yeah. spend that anyway, even if you home cook. Yes. Uh, it involves a uh, an 18-pound turkey smoked with giblet gravy, mashed potatoes, cornbread, sausage stuffing, sweet potatoes, maple syrup, cranberry sauce, candy Brussels sprouts with bacon, green Ooh, beans, okay. and buttermilk biscuits. I mean, Ooh, you really yeah. can't go wrong with that, right? And then you get it, and it's cool and it's packed up for you, and then you bring it home, and then you can heat it so that you can sort of do your own dinner schedule. And so oh, you don't I have to worry that. about having to pick it up hot. Okay. So I love that. I think that's really, really fantastic. So, okay, that sounds amazing for a whole meal. I was just thinking, like, if I really wanted to win some some favor uh, with an amazing <laughs> side, I was thinking I would probably go get, like, a dozen cream puffs. I guess this is a dessert. For my potluck, I would Ooh. go get a dozen cream puffs from Beard Papa. Um, <gasps> yeah. Great idea. Okay, so what's yours? If you were going to go pick up, like, one side dessert, whatever, drink for a potluck, what would you grab? So I guess what I would do is I'd go to Freed's Bakery and mm. I would get their famous pumpkin pie. 
Um, and because you, you know, everybody loves a good pumpkin pie The kids will eat it and they have locations all over. Uh, you can order it ahead of time. And I think that you can't go wrong with a good pumpkin pie on Thanksgiving. Oh my God. And there can never be enough pies. Like that's the best part. Yes. Like like a couple people brought different pies. My favorite. My mom makes uh, four to five desserts every Thanksgiving. And one year there were only five of us. So each of us had a full pie or cake. It was a little <laughs> over the top, but she's that a big like baker. the best. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing. So I, I expect no less from her when I'm home in Cleveland this year. Okay. So let's here's a scenario for you i yeah. am supposed to host but um i don't want to clean i just can't handle it i started a new job as a podcaster kim it's too yeah. much yeah. so you know what we're going out to eat all right where should i go out to eat thanksgiving dinner in las vegas okay if you're paying and not me we'll go to bizarre meat oh my gosh uh, jose andres right yes yeah yes. yeah uh, they have $120 a person, spinach, bechamel, fritters, green bean casserole, Delmonico potatoes, this uh, cornbread stuffing with uh, this Catalan sausage that is you're not is called Budafara, which is Ooh. you're not going to find anywhere else, um, and a Bill Neiman Ranch heritage turkey. I think anything Jose does is going to be amazing. He's a good dude. But of course, if you're going to go to Bizarre Meat, make sure you get the chicken liver cotton candy as your Oh my appetizer. God, yes. The most oh, famous yes. dish, yeah. Absolutely. Very transformative. If I'm paying Sarah. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we may be going for drinksgiving mm. at uh, Baracha Mexican Cantina, mm. uh, which is going to give us some half-price nachos. You also have the tailgate special at Palace Station, and you can go get an awesome turkey sandwich with cranberry sauce. Um, $17 or the Thanksgiving plate and you can watch the Cowboys and the Seahawks and oh all the gosh. other football players and you can just sit there and have your turkey that way. I love it. Thank you for the drink suggestion too because honestly, <laughs> I love like especially if I'm, you know, back home wherever I am, if I've been with family, I love going out for like a nightcap and just decompressing with some friends too. It's, yes. it's good stuff. Oh my yes. gosh. Or you can do your big dinner early and then do a little drinksgiving later on. Yes. You know, like give yourself a little, you know, like I did good today. I made that, I yes. batch cut that turkey and now yes. I'm going out to have some margaritas. Yes. Oh, that's amazing. And just one thing, Sarah, that I wanted to mention if you are looking for a free dinner, mm -hmm. we have Gobble Gobble Give, which happens at the Llama Lot downtown Las Vegas. Anybody can grab food there. And they also need people to bring dinners, uh, any kind. It can be anything from like lasagna to turkey to uh, help feed folks. On November 20th, the Walnut uh, Recreation Center is going to be doing canned food stations and turkeys so that people can come and grab those. And if you're looking for places that have free offerings, I suggest you go to a Facebook group called Finding Food for Friends in Las Vegas. They post everything uh, for charity drives, different organizations giving out food, and they have tons of information. Oh, that's awesome. Thank you, Kim, for, for sharing that. Um, okay, I just have one more question for you to bring it home. Yeah. So, you know, I feel like where, depending where you are in the country, you might have a side of mac and cheese or a side of lasagna or a side of tamales, right? Mm -hmm. So do you feel like there's any sort of unique to Las Vegas sides that have to be on our Thanksgiving tables? <laughs> I think the shrimp cocktail has oh to be gosh. there. <laughs> uh, 
Didn't you do something about this? Didn't you actually talk about the history of the shrimp cocktail of Vegas? Yes. Yeah. What I did looked, you What did you find out? So I looked it up, um, and it is. Uh, I've been able to sort of trace it back to the guy that that ran the the Sal Salgev. The that's Las Vegas backwards, which is one of our like earlier <laughs> casinos here, and then he is the one um, that had it at. Oh shoot, was it the Nugget he owned afterwards? But I went into the Las Vegas Review Journal archives to try to find the oldest recipe for shrimp cocktail in Las Vegas. And I pulled one from the 1920s. I think it's from 1928. Oh my God. Um, Yeah. And it, you know, it is more like a shrimp salad. There's like chopped celery and stuff in there too. You know what? Maybe I'll send the link to Scott. We'll put it in our newsletter in case anyone is brave, but it just shocked me because I don't think uh, everyone thinks of Vegas as like the wild West in the 1920s, but we had shrimp and it was a, it was a picnic menu for August which like, I don't want to eat shrimp in August. So (laughs) I think next year we should do a totally like historical Las Vegas Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah, Yeah, totally totally retro. All the buffets had Thanksgiving menus too. So we could definitely like hit up UNLV and pull something from the archives. Ooh, let's do it next year. That'd be really fun. Yes. Okay. It's a date. Kim, (laughs) thank you so much. I already feel like much better about my Thanksgiving plans. Um, But since I will be at my my parents' house, I will report back to you on how many desserts and of what flavors she makes this year. Okay. Yes. I need to know the whole thing. Yeah, All and the please chaos. let me know how Yakitori goes too. I will. We'll do a little. Uh, we'll do a little kickback and sort of like you know compare notes. Amazing. Thank you for joining us, Kim. Thanks, Sarah. Talk to you soon. Have a great holiday. See you soon. <laughs> Bye. Don't forget to check out Kim's brand new book. It's called The Meth Lunches, Food and Longing in an American City. Maybe you could pick it up at the writer's block downtown. And if you do go out for a meal this holiday, just remember to tip generously the people who are working on your holiday. That's all for today here on CityCast Las Vegas. If you enjoyed this show, here's what you can do. Send this episode to three friends and tell them how much you love this show. Maybe it's three friends that need a little help with their Thanksgiving cooking. It really helps us to to get the word out. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Take care. My oldest daughter was a vegan at one point. And uh, when we were calling, when we had meat birds and we're calling them, uh, she actually staged a protest in the front yard with signs calling us murderers. Oh my um, God. I, I know. I know. Oh, poor baby. But, the, but I mean, it's every part of this is awesome. I appreciate, you know, her commitment. Um, and I, <laughs> I do. Seriously, I do right? I do too.